We go straight into our headline segment, and I think many of you would have been following what's been happening out on the roads. A few blockades towards the end of last week. I understand one in Van Rienen's pass by uh, groups of truckers who, uh, as we've become familiar now, are lamenting the recruitment of foreign nationals in the trucking sector. And uh, it seems... Uh, the Road and Freight Interministerial Committee, in partnership with the Road and Freight Industry Stakeholders, have agreed now to an 11-point action plan uh, to try and deal with industry challenges, including this matter of uh, the role and participation of foreign nationals in the sector. To tell us a bit more about this plan, what it involves, what it entails, and more importantly, whether it'll be able to resolve some of the issues here uh, that have um, not only made uh, the trucking sector more fractious, but uh, make much worse the globalized supply chain challenges that we see because much of the freight, much of what we find in our fridges on the store shelves gets to us by road rather than rail. And uh, joined on the line to uh, tell us a bit more about this action plan by Loisilua Peshea-Koza, who speaks on behalf of the Department of Transport. Loisilua Peshea, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Ayabonga, and thank you very much for having me tonight. I'm good, man. Firstly, congratulations. We heard over the last... uh, course of the last few days or so by a statement uh, from the Ministry of Transport saying, uh, yeah, you are now the Somlomo. Uh, we welcome you. Certainly hope that uh, we'll be able uh, in many of the discussions we have on this platform to uh, get uh, some of the thoughts and views of the Department and the Ministry of Transport from you. So congratulations. No, thank you very much, Ayabonga. And you do know that I'm always a phone call away. Thank you very much. Now, Razi, let's maybe start off here. I mean, uh, just for some of our listeners who might not be familiar with the context briefly, how did we get to this point? It seems there's been many standoffs, some in the Western Cape, some in parts of the Eastern Cape, some in the N3 Natal corridor, which is critical for supplies, not just into South Africa, but into the region, between truckers, law enforcement, and I guess many others. And uh, one of the big issues they're raising is the participation of foreign nationals. What has happened to get us here? And more importantly, uh, what does this action plan seek to achieve? Well, um, thank you once more, Ayabonga, for having me um, today. So the challenges within the trucking industry um, were ongoing. However, equally, the conversations and the deliberations between the Department of um, Employment and Labor as well as the Department of Home Affairs um, have equally been ongoing to basically try to arrive a solution that is going to empower South Africans to be able to access that particular um Markets, that particular industry. And um, so the, the action plan that was signed and agreed upon today was basically the agreement between all stakeholders that were part of the interministerial committee meeting that ha- was finalized yesterday. However, the, the meetings have been ongoing and, um, since the beginning of the year because the task team was um, appointed by the president at the end of last year. So the meetings have been ongoing and we we have now finally reached a stage where there is a 11-point um, implementation plan that is going to assist um, the situation going forward to ensure that whatever grievances um, that arise from this point onward are dealt with um, by the leaders of the various um industries as well as the leaders of government so that they do not result um, result in blockages within national roads because we're aware that those are the arteries of the country, right? And as you have said, those, those block access not only to South Africa but however to the Sadiq region at large. Mm. So therefore, we're, we're trying to get to a point where there is an agreement that is going to hold all parties accountable that has established a task team to ensure that um, the, the grievances that are anchored on labor and the national labor migration policy mm. will, be, will be implemented and those that do not stick to it 
within the trucking industry will be held accountable, not only by government, but however by, by their counterparts within the industry as well. Mm. Lwazi, do we have like a common tally, like an inventory of how many workers there are in the sector, but also how many of those who work in it? Um, happen to not have been born in South Africa, just as a common base of information that you have been sharing mm. alongside the stakeholders. So just to correct you there, Ayabonga, um, so the, the, the Department of, of, of Labor and Employment, mm. right, is, is not fighting employees that are not necessarily born in South Africa. Um, the challenge right here and right now is um, illegal migrants that are occupying the, the, the space and the industry that sure. in closes off jobs for qualifying South Africans. And we're aware of the fact that um, for you to be a migrant in the country, illegal migrant in the country, and occupy a position of employment, there needs to be some form of a scarce skill that you're providing to the mm. country, right? How, and um, according to the Department of Employment and Labor, the truck drivers were not listed as, as a part of a scarce so mm. therefore, there is a number that is sitting with with that particular department, and they are aware equally so of the um, employers and the companies yeah. within the industry that are Loise. not hiring, that are not sticking to the national let's, labor migration policy. Let's do policy Yes. Just a quick one. Let's pause because we've got a spot break nearing on us. I want us to come back because I think that explanation has some, some of those answers. Eight minutes it is before 8 p.m. It's our headline segment here on Metro FM Talk in discussion with uh, Loisi Luapeshe Akosa, who speaks on behalf of the, the, of the Department of Transport and uh, talking about uh, the action plan that has come out of engagements between stakeholders in the trucking industry and the Interministerial Committee, which includes the Ministry of Employment and Labour, Ministry of Transport, of Police, and the Ministry of Home Affairs. Now, Lozi, um, and I guess I think the point is well made that, um, you know, if one looks at our scarce or critical skills list, uh, that truck driving is not seen as a scarce skill. There's, it seems, uh, an abundant supply of South African nationals and so on. So in a sense, is the suggestion being made that anybody who is driving in South Africa, by virtue of there not being some critical skills dispensation for trucking, who is a foreign national, is doing so illegally? I just want to understand that. Yes, that, that, that has come up across from the negotiations and the discussions that were had. And it is a part of the 11-point plan that states um, that we need to basically review um, the because a lot of the illegal immigrants enter the country using visas that are not permitted to work so um, those particular individuals will be processed by the law accordingly so okay so so in a sense um, I mean does that chime in with um, as you said earlier the national labor uh, migration policy uh, because I guess the fact of the matter is that there are truckers who are foreign nationals who are operating in the sector. Um, how do we reconcile the fact that there's no critical skills dispensation that covers that sector, but there is a presence, whether whether you know people like it or not, of foreign nationals in that space? And what becomes the transitional arrangement? Well, I guess um, the Department of Labor, in conjunction with the Department of Home Affairs, will therefore have to look at a, a model that that will assist um, mitigate those that are legally um, residing in South Africa and occupying um, employment opportunities within that particular um, sector and those that are, are not um, legally within the country but are occupying and dominating that particular sector will therefore then um, need to be processed accordingly by the various departments that do overlook um, employment, employment labor laws as well as 
um, our immigration policies from home affairs perspective. Mm. You've also, I guess, in this action plan, um, spoken about the consideration for um, a licensing regime. Um, and I'm quite interested, I guess, in what that looks like when you say you're considering the introduction of operating licenses in the industry. Um, how does it work at the moment? I mean, if I have a truck, am I automatically an operator or is there some process that one might have to follow? Um, well, there is a process that one one does have to follow because there are um, various bodies that one they need to subscribe to from a transport perspective. Um, however, they, we, we are aware that there are loopholes in the system and so therefore... Um, point number 11, which has been a, a bone of contention across um, the ATDF, which is a representative of truck drivers, as well as mm-hmm. other organizations within um, the trucking industry that are stating that creating such a license does create a barrier of access um, to a lot of, of, of freight and logistic um, industry owners. Um, but government is saying, look, we, we, need a, a, we need a regulator to ensure that we know which entities are operating under this in, in this particular industry. So it is going to um, be enforced post an agreement because it does state in the in the comp, um, compact that was signed today that point number 11, which is the issuing of operating licenses, is still a bone of contention across um, the various parties. But they have agreed that through the task team that has been appointed today, which is represented mm. by um, all the other parties, the industry leaders, the unions, as well as representatives of government and um, state-owned entities that are anchored within the logistics and freight industry, will therefore look into the the operating license um, challenge that has been presented forward. Martin mm. Abakashi, I mean, I'm quite interested, I guess, in, in the operators mm-hmm. themselves, right? Um, yeah. And what they are saying, especially those who undertake like cross-border operations. So, you know, I maybe ship imports in from Durban, to get them to like Lusaka or somewhere in, in, in Zambia, which might mm. mean I have to cross maybe Botswana and Zimbabwe or maybe just Zimbabwe to get to Zambia. And it might even mm. be longer if I'm going to the DRC. Um, mm. How does that complicate enforcement of what it is, I guess, that has come out of here? Because surely I think I would have to drive into South Africa in some shape or form. And how, how is the distinction then made between me just being in for a trip and then out again, or as somebody who's operating in the country? Well, Ayabonga, the trucking industry is a heavily regulated one, right? Mm. So you accessing the country from a trip that comes from Zambia or the DRC, one, you would have to be registered and, and, and um, come with the correct documentation into the country, right? So therefore, um, the employers and the leaders of the trucking industry are well in acceptance of the 11-point plan. Mm. It does say that because it is an, a, a formal regulated industry, we cannot have um, opportunists coming into the country and occupying and therefore dominating the the space, the trucking industry and closing off jobs for South Africans that actually do qualify for them. So they too are in acceptance of the mm. fact that they, they need to be strict regulation in terms of, the, of who is employed within the sector, as well as understanding that um, the the costing off and, and closing off of the industry to South Africans creates a great problem of unemployment. And I think that we're currently in a space as a country that has faced unemployment and mm. is trying to um, challenge it head on. And so I don't think that anyone who is a part of a solution-driven engagement will seek to opt out of an agreement that is going to empower South Africans in South Africa. What, what are they accepting now that they didn't accept before? I mean, if if indeed the regulations... And even the critical skills work list is not novel or new. 
the labor migration policy might be new, but I guess the dispensation around critical skills and the issue of work permits and so on, that system is not new. Um, why, in the first instance, I guess, when you pose this to the employers themselves, did they make use of uh, these workers? We might hypothesize and say, well, maybe some of the workers were more desperate and it gave them an opportunity to accumulate profit. But what is their official position to you? I mean, at this point in time, it's it's it's, it's a bit difficult from our perspective to because it, it is a labor a labor matter mm. to highlight what it is that they have um, agreed into. We are just on the perspective of saying, look, we understand the frustrations within your industry. However, um, those who are employing illegal migrants cannot continue um, to do so because it does collapse the rest of the industry, and therefore, those who are employing um, qualifying registered um, South Africans as well as um, immigrants from the country, they therefore suffer because, I mean, we're aware of the fact that those that um, employ illegal immigrants probably let them work under terrible working conditions um, and, and do not even pay them at, at a minimum wage mm. rate. So I think that a bulk, um, a bulk of the employers and the leaders of the trucking industry have come to the concession that this is actually something that is going to empower not just them, but the country as, as, a, as a whole. And so, therefore, um, they have given their buy-in in, in, into um, the agreements that have taken place prior. And I think that the establishment of a task team basically allows for them um, to continue in, in engaging and negotiating mm. um, point, post this point going onwards. Because I think that um, a lot of them have been, have been operating in isolation and they are aware of, okay, this particular company does employ um, foreign nationals at this particular percentage. But because... Um, there will be a re-looking into the national labor migration policy, um, and they, there was that commitment from um, Minister Tulasinghe. They therefore um, have have put their weight on board to say, look, we are buying into this 11-point plan that is going to empower um, South Africans without jobs to enter and mm. access the logistics, freight, and trucking industry. We heard Tudula made a showing as well. <laughs> they did. They did make a showing. <laughs> Um, Tudula came into the meeting yesterday um, as an alliance of the All Truck Drivers Forum. Mm. However, the nature of the meeting yesterday was a closed-off meeting. and The media was there to report on the engagement taking place, but they were requested to leave post um, post the, the, the introduction and the purpose of the meeting. And therefore, Tudula was equally requested to leave because the meeting was of members that constitute the task team and the interministerial committee that has been tossed by the president. So it was not it was not an open meeting, and therefore we then relayed to them that whatever views that they carry, due to them being an alliance of the Old Truck um, Drivers Forum, we therefore believe that their representatives in that mm. meeting will be a TDF, and so therefore they don't need to present themselves um, physically in that meeting. And then they then agreed, and the meeting continued. Maybe just the last one, uh, you know, Loazi, just as, as we wrap this one up. And, uh, you know, I find these sort of ironies very interesting. I mean, a few months ago, there was a labor shortage in the United States of truck drivers. Um, and I think they were short of, what, nearly 80,000 truck drivers. Now, I don't know how many people are in the in, in this sector. And in many other parts of the world, there are similar challenges since the yeah. deregulation of the trucking industry. And it just seems to me that uh, I'm not hearing what the clear vision is for this particular sector. One in the context of the global supply chain issues that we have, regularizing work in this space, formalizing it. Uh, There is, I understand, some bargaining framework as well. But just from where you are sitting, 
um, with your own thinking as a department, uh, because this is not the only mode of transport you deal with. This is road freight, but there's also rail freight that you're trying to move us back to rail. Yeah. Where does resolving the challenges in the trucking sector fit into the broader policy vision of the uh, Department of, and the uh, Ministry of Transport? Well, the challenges at this point, and we are losing um, 300 million due to the fact that goods cannot be commuting um, along along the along um, national roads, and so therefore, our investment within ensuring that this matter is resolved with mm. the, with the greatest of urgency is that we are committed to transportation and ensuring that goods and services do reach do reach people and not only reach people but do exit even other avenues of the country and so therefore um creating employment obviously is priority number one um of 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 various departments and therefore we are saying this cannot continue and we're grateful that there was an 11 point plan that has been adopted and accepted by the various parties involved in, in the task team as well as the interministerial committee, and we're hoping that post this point onwards, um, due to the nature of the fact that it is a labour and immigration policy um, challenge, whatever challenges potentially um, re- rise from this point onwards will therefore be addressed off of our national roads because what that does is it hinders um, productivity and economic activity, and as mm-hmm. a Department of Transport, we cannot afford for that to continue happening. Lwazilu Apeshe Akosa, President chatting to you and thank you very much for your time thank you Ayabonga. that there was uh, she speaks on behalf of the uh, ministry of transport and uh, talking to us about yeah the latest coming out of that action plan